Dramatica Analysis of Dr. Zhivago, recorded August 8, 2017, led by Chris Huntley. Good evening. Tonight we're going to discuss Dr. Zhivago, and we'll start with probably a little description. We're going to do it a little bit differently since it's a three and a half hour movie. Um, does anybody want to synopsize the film in a very short paragraph? Not try to do the identify the through lines, just just synopsize it really quickly. <laughs> well, because right. um, honestly, I had, I, I had to go onto like Wikipedia and read the plot. <laughs> I was like, what did I just watch? And also, I, I also glanced over the you know the, the plot synopsis of the book. Um, okay. So anyway, but um, but um, but sticking to the movie, it, it uh, you know takes place you know in Russia over a period of time that precedes World War One, and goes uh, into the Bolshevik Revolution and the and the Russian Civil War um, in the years after World War One, and um, uh, 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 the, we have a framing device where um, a some kind of military official uh, is is um, played by Alec Guinness is uh, brings in this girl because he believes she is the daughter of his half brother and he's trying to find out if she is his half brother. So so this the Alec Guinness character starts telling her the story of who he believes is her father, whose name was Yuri Andreevich uh, Chivago. Okay, uh, from the time he was. Uh, You're- Orphan. You can synopsize it a little <laughs> okay. bit more. We All don't right. want to take an hour to get there. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we follow the story of Doctor of, of Shivago, who becomes a doctor as well as a poet, and uh, um, uh, but we also follow the story of of a seventeen year old um, uh, girl na- named Laura or Larissa. Um, she's called both. Uh, who. Um, uh, is a dressmaker's daughter, right? And who who um, gets involved in an, in, in an affair with uh, a, an older guy named Kamarovsky, who I believe was her mother's boyfriend at first, and then, you know, uh, you know, mother attempts suicide, blah blah blah. Uh, but um, uh, in Laura's story, Kamarovsky actually, you know, uh, she, Laura wants to marry um, a guy named Pasha Antipov. Okay, who is becoming a leader of the Bolshevik Revolution, uh, or he he is he is he is becoming a leader of the uprising, the proletariat uprising against the, the you know the czar, yeah, and the, and the and aristocracy, the yeah, and um, uh, and Kamara, you know, so she wants to marry that guy uh, uh, with the glasses, and Kamarovsky tries very hard to talk her out of it, even to the point of raping her. Um, and so, uh, so Laura gets her revenge by taking Pasha's gun that he had kept in for the safekeeping of her. She goes to this Christmas Eve party and shoots Kamarovsky, not fatally, um, but that, but that is where her story and, and Zhivago's story start to converge. Zhivago had, has married his, basically the, the girl he kind of grew up with. Um, adoptive sister. Right, right. Even though in the book, it's actually her, um, his first cousin, but... So that was changed for the movie, uh, but uh, not necessary. Okay, right. <laughs> so he's married to Tanya, and uh, he is he is uh, uh, building a career as a medical officer, as a physician, while also writing poetry on the side. 
and um, uh, poetry, which which we come to learn is 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 a little bit antagonistic to the new communist regime. Well, or, you forgot World War One starts. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, well, in which case, all the men pretty in the movie, pretty much except for Kamarovsky or whatever his name is. Jo- join or part of the war, and, and and in his case, you know, as as a medic. Well, Doctor Zhivago, being the doctor, being the doctor, in, yes. as a doctor, where he is meets Laura as a nurse, who presumably is is kind of looking for her husband who got lost in a battle. Uh, she did marry um, Antipov, um, but uh, uh, so there there's there's some sparks there, um, especially when they are parting to go sort of go. Uh, go their separate ways, lives. and uh, uh, but Yuri, uh, 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 I want to say Chekhov, Javago, <laughs> um, uh, he's he he goes back to his family. The 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 new government has taken over. Had they they've and and the, dim, the illustration of that is they've completely taken over their house that they were living in with uh, Tanya's father. Um, and and turn it into a tenement and say, you know, y- y- you don't own anything anymore. It all belongs to the state. And so, um, uh, um, so thematically, that's kind of a turning point. But anyway, um, uh, so they... I, I, they effectively escape because, because uh, Kamarovsky. Kamarovsky comes in and says, look, you know, you're on a list. If you get out, if you go out to Siberia, mm-hmm. you can live. You can live. Period. Yeah. So take your family and go, and they get on a train and they go to the Ural, I think. Yes. To the Ural Mountains. What? And that's the end of part one. Well, then right. we learn. We start to learn about <laughs> Strelnikov. Okay. Um. Uh. Who's uh, well? Her right. We have well, Laura's well, husband has become becomes, this mythic right rebel. Not commander, a red red or, commander who's done terrible things out where they're going, mm-hmm. and even has a run-in with, uh, with, with Dr. Zhivago. Uh, and doesn't kill him, which, which apparently is a unique uh, event. No, not <laughs> right, because he realizes he is truly an innocent man. He is not, what, he's not a threat. Mm-hmm. And uh, he even, more than that, st- drops him off Basically, at has has the train drop them off at the family's estate mm-hmm. rather than going to the the city that's being bombed mm-hmm. by him. Effectively, by the red, yeah, the yeah, reds. The versus, red. It's the reds and the whites are right. are battling it out. Um, but yeah, basically, Strelnikov has turned has has turned from being you know something of a good guy to being a really really monster you know a real monster. Um, but he's still effectively married to uh, Laura. But yes, they they the Zhivago's uh, uh, family lives in the cottage because the, the tenement has been declared property of the state, or, or I'm sorry, the the main house has been declared property of the state. Um, and um, uh, Laura <laughs> turns out to be in the local, the, the nearby town, the local, yeah. the local town, and he and the Dr. Zhivago and Laura hook up. And start an affair, right? Which um, and they are each have children, um, and he's going to he goes back to end it all because his wife is pregnant and and with uh, the second child with the second and, child, 
And on the way back, he gets picked up he by... He gets abducted by, well, by the Reds. Right. Uh, to be... To, to, to he's conscripted. Right. So he's conscripted in the Army as a doctor because they're going to the front lines and they need more help. Yeah. And, um... Uh, well, and then there's... On the way there, yeah. they, they... Essentially, he finds a way to leave. Well, to af- well he managed to leave after the his his... Brigade just killed a bunch of students, young students, right. uh, and and yeah, and somehow he just kind of he he managed. There's, there's a it's a it's winter, it's snowy. They go on ahead. He just stays in one place, and he figures, hey, I might as well take this opportunity to leave. So essentially, he um, deserts from the army that mm-hmm. he's been conscripted into. Goes back home. But everyone's real shaken up because of what they... what they Goes back home, yeah. finds that his wife and children and father-in-law have gone back to Moscow. Then goes into the nearby town to look for Laura, who is there, and they rekindle their affair. And in fact, um, the, three, the two of them and her daughter move into the house where he was living where well, they're going to move into the house where he and his wife were staying but they move into the big house mm-hmm. even though the first floor is all snowed in for some reason but uh then uh, but Kamarovsky shows up actually Kamarovsky shows up twice he shows up at Laura's apartment in the city uh and shows up at the and house war- and warns them right that, and, that, and they that they know that he's deserted they refuse to go with him uh but um the the when he shows up at the house uh, he basically tells them the only reason Laura is still alive is because as bait to pull out Strelinkov to 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 bring out Strelinkov uh, to lure him out and uh, um, and but he's de- he's dead now. Um, I in the yes I, that's it okay he's dead. Say, anyway. he's dead anyway <laughs> and so you are really really in danger now so you know and so. Even Laura they, and her daughter go off with Shabakov well, back uh, to Shimago, Russia and Shabako says. They kind of, it I'll looks like they sort of set it up where, oh, there's not enough room. Okay, I'll follow afterward, and Javago doesn't follow. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward many years later, because they basically lose touch, and Javago's an older man, and he's back. He's in, still perfectly coiffed hair. He's, and <laughs> he's in uh, Moscow, and he happens to see Laura on the street. He, it's very crowded. He goes to get out. He had basically... Manages to get out, but has a heart attack, and she's completely unaware of him even being in the area. And that's the last we see of her, and that's the last of him. Except she does show up, as well as a whole bunch of people show up for his funeral because of his poetry, which is illegal, but a whole lot of people are fans. Mm -hmm. So somehow they seem to be reading it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the end of the story that the brother is telling the half brother is telling this young woman who he believes is in fact the daughter of Laura and his brother Javago. Right. End of and, story, and, more or less. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, it's a, like a Russian novel. No, no, you know, yeah. there are a lot of characters and there are a lot of people and and people have multiple names. You know. <laughs> At least yeah. it's only, in some cases, two names, not three <laughs> names. And and apparently names. the book is way more convoluted. <laughs> I have no doubt. Um, all right. So, the reason I wanted us to do that was to do that as a precursor to discussing the through lines. Okay? Um, 
Uh, the first thing I would like to ask is, is, this is a general question. I don't need you to tease it out any more than sort of a yes or no kind of answer. <laughs> um, do you believe there are more than one complete story in this, as opposed to having little sub-stories? Do you think that there are more than, than one complete story in this work? Because there certainly are little sub-stories with sort of, if you look at these characters together and those characters. But... Um, I didn't get that feeling. Okay. I didn't get the feeling. I, I, so I struggled with, with, with it and, and, and I mean, so I tend to think, or I'm leaning towards saying with Shivago being the main character and the two women, Tanya and Laura, being handoff uh, impact characters and that being the story. Um, and, and the overall story, though, as far as even coming up with a simple thing other than saying something like surviving tumultuous times or something like that. Um, but I didn't see a hard... So you I, say I, you think it's you think it's more or less one story. Yeah, I don't see a story. Okay, the triangle. Yeah, I, well, as I said, yeah. try to keep the answer short. We yeah, can yeah. go in if if everybody pretty much thinks there's one story. We don't need to have a discussion. We can just get into the discussion. I only see well, yeah, I only see one story goal. You know, and um, uh, no, I I, I, I agree. I agree okay. with what he said. You too. Yeah. You're silent. Uh, yeah, as far as I mean until now, but, you know, when we go through it, maybe. Okay. I'm having a hard time finding the first one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no, this is really important, because I mean, when I watched it, I thought, oh, the first part is kind of like a little story, you know, up through the Christmas Eve thing and all of that, where you kind of sort of have this Laura's story and a little bit of Dr. Drago thing, but it's not about the two of them as a couple. You definitely have this Laura, whatever it is, um, Rod Steiger. Yeah, the Kamarovsky. Kamarovsky. There's Laura and Kamarovsky arc, mm-hmm. um, you know, that seems to start and have a middle, and it seems to sort of conclude and wrap up at the mm-hmm. Christmas dinner. I mean, that pretty much, you know, the, it, where... Where Zhivago sort of weaves into that a little bit, but he's not certainly not the the principal character in it at that point. And all of the stuff that's his are all kind of like little back history, backstory stuff about who he is and his setup for his relationship with his future wife. But so like it, it that feels like it's a little self-contained thing, but it's if it is, it's pretty weak. Now. The only reason I think it might not be is that the since if you look at the entirety of it about the daughter, then you know if, if is this their daughter or not, and ultimately that's kind of a, um, a MacGuffin. It's like who cares? It's really not what this. That's not really what the story is about. It's not about finding that out. Just as a nice way to get into the story and sort of wrap it up. Give it something, mm-hmm. um, and even that's an unanswered question. But um, when we start looking at the signposts, 
Are we going to see that first part, which is just almost backstory to everything that happens in the rest of the story? You know, every, it's, a, it's the setup, but it doesn't feel like the story has started yet. The story seems to have started, you know, when the, that, right after or at the, the Christmas party. Because that's when all of, everything else sort of follows that path, those paths. Because the Komarovsky character really just comes in at that, the couple of places as a, an objective character, you know, kind of a health character, even though he's kind of a sleaze bag. But kind of, kind of half guardian, half antagonist, I think. Um, he sure doesn't seem to be doing really, he doesn't act really as temptation. He really does seem to kind of be a guardian, but they set him up as this really just grody character in the backstory so that it makes it, you know, really, makes it something you really don't want him to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Just like Pasha in the first story is not the same character as what's his uh Strolikov which is from basically from from the moment we see him marching off to war you know he's a completely different character all the characters kind of change their their roles after that party you know yeah because you know Dr. Zhivago's he's kind of a he's learning to be a doctor he's an assistant and stuff Minute after that party, he is the doctor. You know, there's like it's it's no more assistant stuff, and not, you know, it's so just sort of a way to inform everybody's backstory, without having to spend a whole lot of time on anything except establishing the relationships, because the relationships are really important in understanding why things happen the way they do, why uh, Strelikov lets Zhivago go, and. I mean, the fact that they have that backstory or those connections to the relationship with his wife, and, and he knows that he's connected to his wife because they're watching, you know? And all, I mean, the Red Army has been watching what's, you know. Um, it's just very interesting. And so we can keep that in mind when we start, when we look at the, the, the signposts to see whether or not it looks like that's part of it or not. Because it might be, it is. You know, it's it's just it's kind of like this really long intro, getting things going and informing everybody in this world that is new and unusual. It's kind of like in The Godfather, it has a very long first act, or it might not be. You know, you know. So I just wanted to. I, I think it it it. There's not enough story for the rest of the story to make it feel like it is absolutely clearly stands on its own without the first act, without that first piece, rather long piece. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm, I'm, even after I've watched it, I thought, oh, that feels like the end of, eh. But <laughs> I don't know if that's just a an act turn or something bigger. And by the time I watched, finished watching, it's like, I'm really not sure, mm-hmm. you know, without looking at it a little more clearly as structure, how it is structurally. All right, so generally speaking, what is the what is the overall story then about? The Russian Revolution. Okay. Well, what what you said? I mean, yeah, it's surviving in tumultuous times. I mean, it's it's because it's not about just the Russian Revolution. Because you you. Well, if you think of the Russian Revolution not as an event, 
but as a a change from the way the world was to the way the world is it becomes. If you think of it that way, as opposed to, you know, when they kill the czar, or when they, you know, because all these things are, are presented as, you know, things that would normally, if you're talking about the Russian revo revolution, you'd say this is, you know, when they kill, you know, the the royal family. Well, that's the end of the revolution. Well, but it's not the end of the movie. Right. So, but if you if you expand it to Meaning, you know, sort of the change of Russia that it starts just prior to World War One and extends to the, um, you know, the end of an era kind of a thing, you know, defined by this the life of this poet. Um, then it kind of feels like it, it holds together a bit more because it doesn't feel like it's it's that event any one of those events. And that's why it doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to any one of those big things. The the, uh, the czar and the family getting killed is a headline. You know? <laughs> you know? The Re Russian Revolution or, happens or off screen. Well, Lenin, Lenin showing up, or, or Lenin getting to Moscow was a, was a big deal that people were talking about. And, but yeah, but it's just, all off screen. Yeah. So all, the, all those events happen off screen. All the major, when you look at Historically, those events, they're not told by the players who are part of that. It's told by looking at the, this family, this interwoven family of characters. You know, that, they, that's, that seems to be, they seem to be the, the fabric that holds that overall story. Right? That's yeah. about right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, main character? Well, yeah, Zhivago. Right? Yuri. Okay. Yuri Andreevich. Oh, you made him main character by saying Yuri and Zhivago. No. <laughs> I think Dr. Zhivago or Yuri, whichever, you know. Zhivago. Um, influence character. Well, I went with the handoff of Tonya and and, and Laura. Um, so we have, okay. So we've got Laura and Tonya. Here's the thing. I think that the the intention is that, depending on which version you look at, which version you see, uh, Laura is almost as important as Shivago is. And Shivago is the, the the title character, but Laura is intended to be um, almost as as important a character as as Shivago is. Well, that's why there's a Laura's thing. No. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, but you notice it comes up a lot, even uh, when she's not around. Right, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that yeah, the, the, the music. Uh, the, any other any other people? Okay. And what is the relationship between Yuri and Laura? What kind of relationship? Romance. Yeah, romantic. Romance. Passion. And what is the relationship between Yuri and Tanya? They're married, but it's not a romance. I mean, so I'm not certain that she's not just a, a, an objective character. I mean, okay. I, it just, it seems like we see, we it, it seems more like him walking out, looking at the trees and all the daffodils, 
And the music comes up, and that's Laura. And then suddenly we cut to an image of Laura in the um, in the uh, library with the golden oh, hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think that you you know the music indicates was when he's kind of like thinking about Laura, <laughs> and, and and that's why I pointed it out that she's not there. But I think that's what they were trying to invoke, even though. You see it, you hear it at the very beginning of the movie before Laura's maybe even born. Um, or these, I mean, they seem to be, he seems to be older than she is, but it's hard to tell because neither of them are playing their age. Well, right, she's supposed to be 17. It's like, girl, you ain't 17. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's more the age appropriate toward the end of the movie or toward the middle of the movie, but yeah, gorgeous, none the same. Um, so whether or not this, I'm just gonna put a question mark by Tanya. I just don't think she represents the same type of relationship, and she would have to if it's a handoff character, right? Um, because she'd she also have, have, have to influence. represent. She does have an influence on him, but more as a conscience character than a than well, a, but than a but passion. Is she having it on an effect on the poet, who I think is what Doctor Zhivago is, right. or? The doctor, who I think is in the overall story. See, I think that's the difference between the the overall story, the character in the overall story. He's a doctor. The main character is a poet. Mm-hmm. And you would think when he, we're dealing with Doctor Javaga, when we're dealing with Yuri, and he's thinking poetry, he's thinking about Lara. Mm-hmm. Right. And of course, we get that right at the beginning. The book has his picture and her picture. Mm, right. And the daughter that they're looking for isn't his daughter or her daughter, it's their daughter. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, again, it's just got so much storytelling in there. It's, you know, it spends an awful lot of time not moving this plot forward, but it does spend an awful lot of time dwelling on those character aspects. Um, Non-verbally. <laughs> okay. So with that in mind... Or you might say non-explicitly. Even. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um, with that in mind, do we see our do we see Yuri as a change or a steadfast character and why? Um, isn't he changed? Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Starts out wanting to be a doctor, right? Well, that's why I think, again, I think that first segment is... That's him being a doctor. That's not him. He writes poetry, but he doesn't really sit down and start to write poetry and... Really be into it. He has written it, but we haven't seen any of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of... Yeah, it's weird. Races this. Yeah. I mean... He's kind of a. It seems that he is. He, he's a waffling character. There's no doubt of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we look at Laura. Does she change? No. 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 Not at all. You know, he eventually lets her go. He he has her. He lets her go. He has her. Lets her go. He has. Her, I can't let you go, right? And it's it's different than where that up to Christmas part is. She's that character. The, right. She's the one who doesn't want to let go and doesn't want to go forward and can't, you know, she, she, she wants to have it both ways and ultimately 
she, you know, she is let go. You know, he discards her, and she, she goes, she, you know, she does, tries to get rid of him, but that, that's her way of ending it is by essentially severing the relationship permanently in a way that cannot be resuscitated. Um, and publicly, again. Yeah. Uh, and she then goes with Pasha and is able to, is able to be honest and open with him and he accepts her. So, you know, she settles. And, and just, just as a point of clarification, just because, uh, I mean, she, she, her intention was not to go with Pasha and be, and be open and honest with him. She wrote him basically a Dear John letter because I'm going to go kill Kamarovsky and I may die because of it. Um, right. <laughs> right. That doesn't, but that's, that's a confession letter. Right. That's what she wrote before she actually shot. Yeah. What I was just describing was what happened afterward. Right. After he came in and confronted her and they had a reconciliation. Yes. Right? Yes. But that she had essentially said, I've had enough. Because he'd he'd said, You're you know, you're a whore and I'll show it to you and he shows it to her. And she's like I am and I I can't really live with it. You know, and you, I can't say that you made me that way, but I'm going to take it out on you, yeah. on us. Right. You know? And then, do you think she has that, an issue with that the rest of the movie? No. 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 She definitely, she's been in, she has been in that position before, so when they're in the field and they're going to, you know, go back to their respective spouses, she just says, you don't want to come down this path, you know. Just don't take this step. I've been. She didn't say this. We know she's been there. Listen to her, you know. <laughs> and you know that he's probably going. Oh yeah, and it's just sort of fall. after that, it's like God damn, you know. <laughs> he's, you know, he's been thinking about her. <laughs> yeah, and 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 eventually he does, and he can't stop thinking about her, and he obsesses over her, but then. He kind of goes through the same thing. It's like, if I keep, if I go this path, then I'm going to destroy both of us and our child, and I'm not going to do that. And so I will let her go with, with not everything being destroyed. I'll let her go and let her live her life. Um... And let my child live, because he knows if they, if they go to if they go to Moscow, she'll be safe, especially without him, because he's the one who's essentially, she's she's wanted, but not really anymore. She's wanted there because she's an easy target. In Moscow, she's just one of the masses. I, I well, I, I think that actually she goes to Mongolia, or Mongolia, wherever. Wait, yeah. Tanya. Yeah. Yeah, she no, does. No, 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 not Tanya. Tanya goes. No, 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 no. That's right. She Laura? goes to Mongolia because that's where her daughter, remember, is found. Yeah, gets lost. That's right. That's Laura. Right. Laura goes to Mongolia. Laura Mongolia. Right, right. Yeah. So she goes to Mongolia, but she goes essentially go to be safe. But if he goes because of his reputation and such, it will endanger them. And so he he sort of gives it up. And then they have the sort of the coda of all right, how did it all sort of work out? The last time they saw each other, type of thing. 
Um, so I think it does show that. That's why I said that first part feels like it's a like it's a backstory setup for everything because yeah. there's a. She definitely goes through this transformation at that point, and it based it gives us a basis for everything going forward. He's sort of set up as being intrigued by this woman, but there's no connection. Even here, remember in, when when she arrives at the party, his wife or his future wife, his fiance's comment was the most extraordinary. Did you see the most extraordinary woman just arrived? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she'll get noticed. <laughs> and what does she do? She interrupts the announcement of their engagement right. by shooting <laughs> her ex-lover. Um, so, you know, you see that pattern <laughs> play out again. So I, I think, yeah, I think he does seem to be a changed character. It's not a... I don't know if it's so much a leap of faith as just he is changed but it's sort of like he waffles he waffles more and more and more and more and more and more and then finally just like okay i get it off the fence yeah you know um yeah he yeah he basically um uh commits you're right commits to one one thing or another with laura or not with laura and he committed to not with laura and then he then went committed to laura when he, oh my wife's out of town okay i'll commit to you yeah <laughs> Because it wasn't when he found out that Laura was still there and that she was, she knew it and she was left in this message and stuff. It wasn't just, oh, good, I'm glad she's still here. It's like, oh, he starts crying and all that stuff. It was, it was kind of like, oh, man, I was really hoping that was going to be the case. You know, this is like better than I could possibly think, you know, one of those types of things. And they go and make, you know, make house in that, the, the big house, and suddenly he's able to really write and write the Laura poem. Mm -hmm. And I think the Laura poem is what allows him to let her go. He's been able to sort of capture her in his art, and that's what allows him to sort of let her go and be safe. But it's also the thing that would, you know, threaten her if he was she was with him. Um... Because even even uh, Steiger, uh, Kamarovsky, uh, he even says, you know, and and uh, her her husband talking about the sentimentality of it and all of this, and even his half brother brother at the beginning talks about the sentimentality of it and how he really likes it, but he can't, you know, they pretend like they don't like it, you know. So it's that he finally he, he's continues to sort of embody that as a poet and writes sort of his his one of his big pieces that you know is the basis of the book that starts it um all right problems on <laughs> this is tough let's do get that for the moment yeah do uh, beer yeah this is an easy one well no this is this is an easy one there are so many examples of this one and how do we see okay, well, we see him run out and go work on people who are who are injured, like in, when they get run down, he goes into the street to help. Okay, is that a main character thing, or is that just sort yeah, of a big thing. picture thing? Yeah, is that the doctor, or is that the poet? That's the doctor. Right. So that's... Oh, okay. I agree. He does come across as, as passive, 
uh, a lot, awful lot, but that is that is that. Is, passive is not no. Passive doesn't mean beer. No, I know. That's why I'm saying. Is he a passive doer, or am I seeing, you know, more? Am I seeing beerness? Um, but I, you know, as a poet, he seemed to be internalizing a lot, and he yeah. just always. He's very internal. It was hugely internal. Yeah. My God, you know, it's like you know, his world is full of balalaikas, you know, <laughs> close-ups of balalaikas, you know, and then pick, you know, looking at mm-hmm. uh, icicles and and, and ice <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, windows with candles and melting ice, and I mean, moons and stars. Yeah, I mean, you just he just seems to be seeing the world as a poet, you know, and he mm-hmm. he doesn't confront. Um, people, he prefers to sort of work it out. Mm-hmm. You know, look at his look at his father-in-law. That's a doer, and he's like, "No, this is great. This is you know, let's just you know, let's make do. Let's this is this is you know, oh, but we we can solve this problem by just well, know, yeah, his going father-in-law with the tries flow. to smash smash the door open." Um, and you know the others uh, stop him to, because he'd be accused of being a counter-revolutionary. But he he was ready to smash the door open to the main house. The the father-in-law, father-in-law. Yeah. Right, right. And right. he's like, no, this would be great. You know, you know. We'll get... do fine in the cottage. Yeah. yeah. No, he down. is absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, why do you think he's? They're they're marching toward the toward the front line, and he just sort of like becomes invisible you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah he perseveres but it's because of this internal thing not that he's you know i want to go whatever mm-hmm. he de- definitely seems to internalize virtually he sees the first time he sees well, the first time he notices laura when when Komarovsky is kind of you know he realizes that there's a thing going on there you know he's like no well well, oh, yeah, it's kind of gross, and I, you know she's beautiful and stuff, and I thought, ooh, what's going on here? Maybe I shouldn't get involved, you know. And even when he is, it lets and he lets Komarovsky know that he he knew that, you know, and they and there is like this is gonna be an issue. He's like, nope, uh, you know, it's all, it's good. I'm good with that, you know. He just does my professional whatevers will keep me in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, his preference. That's like, my preference is to deal with things this way, so I'm okay with it, you know? This is, this is not an issue. So, I mean, it just seems the whole story, he's just... Apart from him looking like a a leaf that's sort of blowing in the wind, because he, a lot of things happen to him, he certainly doesn't seem... The, the, the one, one instance is he hears the, the shots and... He goes to explore, but even that's kind of like, wow! Look at the light and all this. You know, this really, what? Wonders what's over there in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, holy crap! Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so if he if he's a deer who changes, then what's what's an example of of uh, a doer action that demonstrates his change? I mean, other than you know, running off the running off the train to, to go catch up with the girl with, with Laura. No. Was what? that all the writing? Like, I, I felt like there was such a big deal made of him, like, sitting down and starting to write stuff. I felt like that was... Right, that he's change. actually he's doing that. And the fact that he <clears throat> that he does not go. That he, he literally stops from doing something that he would normally just sort of 
flow with the wind, you know, just mm-hmm. that's just how he gets I'll just go along with. Mm-hmm. And he just says, uh, no. I'll you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay back here and get some things done or whatever. You know, it's sort of like that was really not like him. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was mm-hmm. very right. out of character for him to do that. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, yeah, it was a shift. Yeah. Okay. So oh, okay. Yeah, when you when you knew he really wanted to go. There was no question that what he wanted to do was just, you know, to go with them. But he's like, nope, I'm... Going to take a stand. And... and then how does he react to that? He runs upstairs and knocks the fucking window out. Pardon my French. Sorry, they spoke French in the, in the movie. <laughs> yes. They, but, I mean, he goes up and he, he literally smashes the window so he can see her. You haven't seen him do anything like that over much bigger things yeah. prior to that. Yeah. And I think it was a, you know, it was an indication that he has been changed at that point. He has crossed into Dewar's land. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially the end of the story. I mean, that, that really is kind of the end of the story. I mean, the, the you know... The, the coda just sort of tells you how, he, you know, how, yeah. boy, and that, you know, here's a little bittersweet end, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the last they ever saw of each other, or at least that's what she thought. (laughs) So, I think that is, you know, for as subtle of a film as this is, because it's pretty subtle, I think that was him doing something, rather than just sort of like, oh, I missed it, you know. He's like, and, and he smashes it, and he pretty much has missed it anyway, but... Way off on the horizon. Right. But, I mean, you know, that I think was his action. Him him taking an action. Mm -hmm. Taking a stand. Uh, Yeah. And you saw it sort of with, it started becoming like that when he, when he took off the, when they broke in to the house, Mm -hmm. the winter wonderland. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was off Green, you can't really see it happening. You just know it happens. You can sort of see him through the frosted glass. It's from the inside of the house. So it's sort of something that's indicative that he's moving that direction, but it's not just like the writing. The writing now we start to see him, you know, ah, I'm ready to write. And he he writes. And so it's like, okay, he is making he is transforming. Okay. Well, I, I think another indication of transforming is is when he deserts. But he doesn't. They leave him. No, well, yeah. No, no, no. It's really important. He basically, he stands in one place, and they just keep on going. Right, but then he turns his horse around. Right. Right. But at that point, he's, he's more or less all alone. Well, so he makes, it, so it's sort of like, okay, well, I want to go with, I don't want to, I didn't want to be with you. I still don't want to be with you, so I'm going to go, you know. Hmm. So, but that is, that, that is sort of when, he begins that transition. Yes, I would say that's probably the first time he's ever done something that. Well, I mean, it's the first time he's done something that he shouldn't have been shouldn't have done that was sort of illegal or would get him killed. Um, although, you know, bopping the 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 wife of the. Big baddie in the neighborhood is probably <laughs> something we're getting killed too, except nobody really cared, including the big baddie. Um, okay, now let's skip problem solving for a moment. Let's do the story driver. 
Hmm. Um, do actions drive decisions, or do decisions drive actions? Well, if you, the, go ahead. ahead. No, you. No, if, if 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 the big if the big starting of the story is the Christmas event, then the shooting um, begins that. I think that I think that big I think that ends that first piece, and what happens immediately afterward is the beginning of the war, right? They go Probably, home. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they go home. They make up, and then it's war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, well, yeah, Stronikov, uh, you know, is, goes missing, and we think he's dead because of right. the visual cues. But, uh, but also when 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 Yuri is abducted um, on the, you know, in the, you know, on that path. Um, uh, since things often, yeah, and and the end of the war. I'm jumping around, but the end of the war is 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 um, another turning turning point. I mean, at least the end of the Russian involvement in the war. Right when they basically okay, now we pack off and go back to our our lives. Um, and you know the end of the end of the medical the, the hospital day year the hospital years that kind of in, is indicative because the bigger there's no longer larger need for it so. Yeah, it doesn't I, I don't I don't see any like any like huge decisions, um, you know, turn you know, uh, turning the plot. Um, I just and, see well, the last the last big action is the murder of her husband, because then it's like okay, now climax. We gotta get out of here alive. We gotta. Whoop, off to Mongolia. Yeah, I would say you see a, you do see a lot of decisions, but they're always in response to some kind to of to a action. big, huge action. Yeah, and you don't see the actions; you hear about the actions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing about it. And the ones and and you know what's interesting is that some of the things, like the murder of the the um, royal family, it's because it's not framed that way. It's it's just an event. You know, it didn't. It doesn't have an effect. But the, the the really large ones, like the beginnings or the ends of wars, or the beginnings and ends of a movement, those seem to have the the big change. Getting off the train before it ends up in the the V town that's being bombed. Well, being dropped off, yeah, being dropped off. in Trolinka or wherever it's called. They're, they're, there are two place. V t- V towns right next to each other. Well, one starts with a T. One is for. Varinko, and then the other is Yuri Yatsen. Oh, Yuri Yatsen, right. That's the one Yuri she's Yatsen's in. the one she is she's, in. She's in that one. Oh, I thought that was starting to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so it does appear to be um, action or decision. So you're saying it's action? Yeah. All right, how about the story limit? Time lock or option lock? Well, I I'm calling option lock, and here's why. It's it's almost like you know, um, and maybe this applies more to the main character uh, than the overall story. But it's sort of like, you know, where to live? What what play? You know, uh, this is not a good place to live, so we'll go over here. This is not a good place, you know, the 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 to you know uh, um, maintain our lives anymore. So we'll go over, you know. And it's sort of like trying to find the right place to 
you know, raise your family or to, or to have your, or to, you know, to live. Um, uh, you know, Tanya or Laura, you know, um, uh, well, They're almost well, like, like safe places to live mm-hmm. because it's, it always seems to be that the safety becomes an issue and that's when they move to someplace else. Yeah. Which would be the, you know, optional. And then eventually it turns out you can't be together and be safe. And that's pretty much the end of the mm-hmm. story. And he, he ends up, I guess he ends up in Moscow, which right. is, you know, um, right. He ends up in Moscow, well, in the movie alone, in the book, he marries again and has a couple more children. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> why not? But, but he's still in love with Laura, of course. It's sort, of like a, sort of like Titanic thing, you know. <laughs> love will go on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're married to this guy for 40 years, and you're still obsessed with him. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, story outcome, success or failure? Can we say, can I, can I go to good and bad and just say bad? <laughs> that, you know, that I get a sense oh. of. It just, you know, for the main character, just, you know, you know he, he didn't end up in a good place. Or was, but what was the result of <clears throat> everybody showing up? At the funeral, isn't that a sign of his poetry making some kind of impact? Yeah, but that doesn't yeah, but that, that's more like a, that's 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 definitely a narrator's. Ju- I mean, because oh, essentially okay. his, his half brother is sort of narrating it. Okay, and, and I don't think that really is indicative of good or bad at that point. I mean, I, the story ends. I mean, he dies. Yeah, because it's about this great love affair that that he, he's involved in, yeah, and the relationship and, through line in him and Laura. The overall story, and it ends up unsatisfied. Ultimately. I mean, he does write he does write Laura, but at the end, he sure doesn't seem to be in a good place. Is the idea that everybody has to keep it a secret? Is that like part of the failure? Yeah, I think so. I mean, ultimately, I think the reason they have the framing device is that it says, ultimately, it's a success. Oh, okay. But in the context of their story, it's a a tragedy. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's why the, the, the framing device works nicely because history has been kind. And history has put it into current audiences understanding and of that kind of work as opposed to especially international audience understanding of his work as opposed to that kind of what was going on in the time because not only was their relationship definitely not part of it and all the things that were they were doing were all basically illegal and and immoral um, and or immoral <laughs> Mostly I mean, both. I mean, both, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> but, illegal, illegal under the Stalinist government is not, you know. No, but in the context of that story, they were it was not approved of, and it could have gotten them all the killed. Too. I mean, if, it's, <laughs> if they're doing illegal under the czar, I mean, in their Orthodox, in yeah. in their uh, right, exactly, heavily Catholic or Eastern Orthodox, uh, yeah, the Eastern version of Catholicism. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely all, all those things that they were involved in were not condoned. Um, mm-hmm. They were permitted for 
completely logistical reasons, you know, why Laura and he were allowed to go and have their trysts and all that stuff, because they're just waiting for her husband to show up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they knew all about all that, so he thought that, they thought they were so clever, but they're watching everybody. So, you know, there was definitely um, no success in the, you know, in the big picture, because all of that sort of went away. Um, and then in the personal picture in this story, here he is, his great love of his life, he had to abandon his child he never got to see, and then he finally sees her and he croaks running after her without her even being aware that he was still alive. No, it's a, tri- it's a typical Russian ending. But yeah. yeah, but also, um, uh, and this was just almost a throwaway line from Alec Guinness is that, oh, we don't know what happened to Laura. She may have ended up in the gulag or whatever. Which yeah, it, it's in like, the book, she did. She was per, she was part of the Stalinist purge. Right, so it's even you they, know, worse. They took her in the book, yeah, she was definitely uh, ended up in a very bad place. Right. Uh, Laura did. But, so um, I think they're just, you know, in the 60s, they're trying to be a little, it, they're trying to emphasize the romance mm-hmm. and keep it somewhat romanticized. So they, they let it be a little bit Tragic. They didn't want it to be like, you know, <laughs> disgustingly right. tragic. Well, yeah, a real Debbie Downer. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, they didn't want to change history or the history of the, the world in which this happened, but they also wanted to be moderated for the '60s or '50s crowd. Or '60s, wasn't it? '65. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Okay, and do we want to try for problem-solving style? Hmm. <laughs> I need to go examples. Um, well, so I did not get a sense that he did anything as far as being linear cause and effect. So that kind of leaves... Other than as a doctor, as a doctor, he, you know, well, but... Well, even then, I mean, you saw maybe twice or three times when he was doing a surgery or something, or re- when, he, when he ran out to kind of do something. But every other time, it was like, he, he wasn't doing anything to, to, for a cause. Uh, well, no, I think, you're, I, think you're, I think you're mixing up do or be or with, okay. with problems well, like that. Well um, look to when there's a conflict, like the one where they go into their old house, and it's now occupied by 13 families or whatever, and his step, his father-in-law is going to starts making a big deal of it, how does he respond to that? What do you, what do you think his thinking is? Not Versus how he responds, what do you well, think his thinking is in terms of what how to deal with this. I think he's trying, he, he wants to make as few waves as possible. Yeah, cause effect. You make a disruption here, it's going to have really negative effects. I mean, I think, I think he is quite aware of cause and effect. Sometimes he ignores it, you know, because he thinks he can get away with it, but he still understands if this, then that. Um, it seems that, that that seems the way he's, He's doing it because he's not really thinking about when he's sleeping with his sleeping with Laura. It's not really thinking about what the effect is on his wife and 
children and and her husband and her daughter. <laughs> you know, this doesn't seem to be sort of trying to find any balance there. He's just like, um, I'm gonna go into town. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna need some morphine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and again, he gets picked up. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. You know, <laughs> why? There's, there's no cause effect here. It's like, well, no. And, and their arguments to him are very holistic. I mean, you look at the rationale that's used for, we're all in this together and all of you have been noticed and all this stuff. He's like, you're disrupting the balance. He doesn't really, he, he understands that that's bad, but he doesn't know how to play that. He just says, okay, you know, let's just calm. You know, so it just seems that you know, if he had been thinking, of, I guess that's the, the biggest one is that the fact that they've been watching him. You know, he didn't even consider that because why would they be watching him? It's like, but if you think about who her husband is, why wouldn't they be watching her? You know, they're watching her, not him. And why wouldn't they be watching her? I mean, you know, because they, they're trying to find him. You know, it just seems like, yeah, you really aren't looking at the connections between things here. I can um, buy that. So I think it's linear. I don't know, but it sure, it sure seemed to be not off-putting when he's off staring at the trees and stuff. And maybe you don't necessarily get everything, but sometimes, it, you know, there's a couple times when there are they show things that seem to be, you know, implying something, and then the editing will show, yes, in fact, that's what it is. You know, but the reason we would think that that way is because he's a linear thinker, and that we're trying to sort of stand in his shoes and empathize with him, and it's like, oh, okay, so that is the way he's... The author is showing me that that's the right way to think about it. Again, going back to the daffodils and then into her golden hair, you know. Which I don't think, yeah, that's not, I, my first instinct was linear, and, and one of the things that come to mind, I don't know if this is a good example or not, but um, uh, when he's in this house, he's, you know, this, the desk where he says, oh, this is where uh, uh, Anna taught me to, taught me to, to write, and uh, so he, he's up in the middle of the night, and he, you know, pulls out the drawer, and he puts the pad down, and he puts the ink here, and, you know, he, like, lines it up. Um, like very often what we have to do as a screenwriter is just stare at the blank screen until we start writing and it seems like he's you know um, if I doing do, yeah, yeah it's like I, I've got to do these things so that next step is write yeah <laughs> so that I have nothing left to do but actually write yeah <laughs> um, yeah I, sometimes so. that's that, 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 that can also be easily seen as a holistic kind of thing I have to get everything around me to in balance mm-hmm. okay. so yeah. Yeah, like I said, it may not be a good example, but uh, but that that's I don't know. Um, anyway, all right. So let's move on to domains and see if we can identify <coughs> either Yuri's domain, Zhivago's domain, or the overall story. Anybody have a a vote? <laughs> An idea? Isn't it just overall story situation and? And well, what would that situation be? 
Oh, everybody's caught up in the Russian Revolution, how the world's changing. How things are changing, yeah. And I just, to me, the one I went to was a relationship story, which just seems like love. So Feelings for each other. Getting together, breaking up, getting you know, um, I'm not sure. You that, that's you just think, my first you, guess. you say this OS. That would be RS. I guess he's psychology. Her activities. That's it. Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. I think I switched the OS and the RS because using last months or the months before that, I saw a bunch of isms in the old in the OS story that created all sorts of problems. Bolshevism, Leninism, Stalinism, the the the, the royalism, um, and and that's what everyone was dealing with in the turning of what's happening in Russia, um, and and causing the 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 problems for these people. You know, it's interesting. It well, so that would be fixed attitude. When I um, when I was watching this with my wife, her comment was. Strelikov or Pasha, he was the most interesting character because he went from being a good guy, a really likable guy, to being a, a total monster. It's like that's the story I really want. I really wanted to see because that's interesting to me. And, and again, that transition happened after that Christmas party. Yeah, and 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 if we if the story had followed him, I think that I I I would agree with you. But given the context of the story uh, as it is, I I it just didn't feel like. It was like okay, now there's this ism shifting. They spoke of it, but it didn't seem to. We we didn't we did not get any explanations for any of those isms. No, no you didn't I mean, have to have ex- ex- explanations for them. You just had to have people who were acting under a certain umbrella. So you, you, you well don't, you don't okay have, you don't need an ex- you don't need an ex- explanation for capitalism to to have a fixed attitude of a capitalist. Yeah, but what was the fixed attitude? No, but this is about communicating. So what, if you're, I mean, capitalism is a very specific concept. And if someone has a preconception or bias or whatever, they're going to have to talk about it. And there was no talk of socialism. There was no talk of communism. They hardly even mentioned the word communism. I don't even think that word was mentioned. Can I ask what you meant? This is about... Communicating? What, what is this? Uh, what, what, I'm sorry. What, what, what was I saying? <laughs> you, you, well, uh, that's what I'm asking you. You said no, what, uh, what was the context oh. of me saying this? Uh, sorry. You, or you, actually, you said it's about communicating. So I'm wondering, are you talking about story, like narrative yeah. is about communicating, or uh, fixed attitudes are about communicating? Well, story. T- if you're going to, when you're telling a story and you're relating, you're trying to illustrate the the narrative. That was the it is the narrative. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. In the overall story, if it's about a fixed attitude, then we have to understand what the attitude is because it's what people think. And if there's no discussion of discussion of what, it's definitely not about that. I mean, that may be what you're bringing into it. The only person, and this is what you're saying, the only person who talked anything about like that was Pasha. In the first part of the the first part of the story, and you get a little bit about it from the um, from his brother half brother in the the uh, bookends, because we hear a little narration and but he was really thinking versus what he said 
you know. Yeah, he was the only one who he, gave us as much of a of a of well, a he was telling, political context. Here's what, yeah, here's what the the proper way. I was acting properly, but here's what I really thought. But it, but there was really no. I mean, I could not watching that movie. I couldn't tell you what communism was. I couldn't tell you that if I didn't already know what it was. No, I couldn't even tell you what you know what any of them were talking about. The only thing that they where they started the only the only part they ever even spoke about it really was that first. What's called backstory, with the setup the setup part. Because that's where they talk about the freedom and brotherhood, and they, that they're, you know, and that there was people who were clearly the 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 czar was not happy with them walking down, talking about freedom and brotherhood. But a lot of people thought it was a great idea. Hey, it's a, those are those are those are good Russian, you know, uh, ideals, and that's about as political as this movie got. If you're a history fan. You know what a lot of the things they're talking about in context. If you don't know anything about that, they're not in it. I can guarantee you because I'm not that. I mean, I'm not. A, I I know a bit of Russian history. I don't know that much about it, and I don't feel any wiser about anything with regard to that. And I couldn't tell you a value judgment which was better or worse or what the conflict was because a good portion of the characters weren't even part of it. Okay. I mean, as opposed to what what Jim was saying, I mean, I, there can be an argument made that the relationship was in vexed attitude. I'm not sure it's the only argument that can be made, but it's definitely, I mean, because they sure had a fixation on each other. You know, there, there was a, I'm just thinking obsession is really what it's, <laughs> that's kind of, that would be obsession, you know, obsessing with each other, about each other. You know, what are they thinking of? Uh, themselves, the, each other, and sex. I mean, but really about each other. The sex is just sort of part of the, you know, being with each other all the time. Um, what about, let's get some of the other characters in here, rather than not just thinking about Lauren and um, Yuri. What about, let's bring in the father-in-law, um, Kamarovsky. Kamarovsky, Zhivago's wife. Uh, what about those characters? There, I, I think everyone's just trying to. Well, didn't they have a, a certain social standing that then they had to deal with the, the change that only between the first part and that the rest of the movie? That's where the that's it changed. Once that changed, it pretty much was oh, I changed. See what you're saying. That's why I said that first part feels like it was a backstory. It was a setup. Right, okay. And does not feel... Because all the characters change. There, there's a, like a, yeah. a, a, a monumental story shift at that point that, goes, that doesn't shift from there to the end of the movie, which is the reason I, it felt like it was an appendage as opposed to part of the whole thing. Because it's way too early for all of those characters and, and the story to go through that radical a shift because there were like conclusion kinds of ch changes not development kind of change I mean as we've been talking about this more and more it feels I mean I'm, I'm a little more strongly convinced that it it really was just okay they cool. set up well then if it's just a setup and they're not dealing with that change 
then is it just activities? Mm-hmm. Like, seems like there's yeah. a lot of problematic activities just everyone's dealing with. Staying alive and <clears throat> staying hidden, staying killing you know, the war going over here, bombing that town. You know the you killing know killing kids. I mean, killing children. A lot of problematic activities. You know the because then it could just being doing that the hospital stuff. You right. know saving. Well, because then that would put her in situation, which probably makes more sense, right? Hmm. Wouldn't that put her in situation then? Yes, that would put her in situation. It would make him a fixed attitude character, and it would put the relationship in psychology, which if you think of dysfunctional relationship. But I mean, and then also then maybe that gives a reason for that that opening backstory stuff, because then that sets up her situation, her situation that. Right. It's like yeah, it, it, it does. It basically. Yeah, she's, she's, at that point, yeah, she, well, she's married, and he's married. Right. And, you know... But she has a different way of doing it. No, but her, she's married, she's married to someone, to an absent husband. Right. From the very, if we look at that transition as being the beginning of the story, she, she is married, and her husband goes off to war, and they never see each other again. So she's sort of married with child... And she's with she has a child and is married in name only practically, yeah. or legally only. She doesn't have a husband. Uh, uh, she never sees him, and he has no intention of going back. We know that because he tells Shivago that. Well, because he does off screen, and then that's when he gets killed. Yeah, but no. Well, right, but that's at the end. After after he's he's fallen out of favor by the party. Yeah. Um, once he's, I don't even know if he got a good explanation for why he fell out of favor. Well, he was never. He, he, he says in the beginning, "I'm not a Bolshevik. Right. I'm for the revolution, but I'm not a Bolshevik." Right. And they so, don't like me. Yeah. And, and and so and there were a lot of different factions when you think of like the Trotskyites and the Lenins and and everything, um, and not all of them came out okay. <laughs> Well, everyone they were except the only the ones the winners came out okay, and everybody yeah. else not so much. So, um, so flip it. Oh yeah, I'll just. <laughs> it's a touch screen. Right. <laughs> no, I, I see. Yeah, I, I see. had that. Yeah. So, what is his fixed attitude? Her def- her situation. Pretty clear cut, but what, what is his fixed attitude? Well, he is kind of one with the obsession. Um, hmm. It's kind of hard. Right. He doesn't talk a lot. Right. He just looks. <laughs> Memories, impulsive responses. You know, like the group of four is. Yeah. It's pretty good. Contemplations. Um, Contemplations. Like <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't what know is that like that's what problematic? it is. I don't know. No, no, I don't think right, that's right. it. <clears throat> um. <laughs> what was that? He means he's kind of a humanist, isn't he? I mean, that's sort of his. Well, isn't that kind of what he says? Yeah. I mean, because they're asking him to be. He he sees the world as a poet. Right. And that yeah. way of seeing the world is completely at odds with. The world in which he lives, you know, and and that's brought that's brought said to him on numerous occasions by people who empower who have who have that, you know, it's like the way you think it's dangerous. 
or what you think. So, well, yeah. So it's, it, that's why his book, his his books are dangerous. They're dangerous thoughts. They they they, they don't like them. That's great. I like that. So that would seem to me to indicate if it's a fixed attitude so along the lines of innermost desires. Um, well, let's let's yeah, hold on a sec. So now, <laughs> how is the relationship, the dysfunctional relationship? Gotta get gotta gotta state the obvious. Well. I want you. I can't have you. I want you. I can't have you. I want you. I can't have you. Well, they are, and then they aren't, and then they are, and then they aren't, and it's like, like, how is that dysfunctional? Well, they both want it all the time, and they're both. But but often they don't know. They're not sure what they want, or or they're out of sync. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's she has. A different life experience than he does, and he is sees the world as a poet sees it, and she sees it as someone who's lived with hard knocks, and and, um, and but as in the relationship, they definitely seem to be, um, you know, they they they're, they go for it, and then they, you know, no, we can't. And he's, I mean, it's it's kind of a little replay of what she was having with with uh, Rod Steiger, you know. But he's a little more erratic than she was. No, actually, very much so. It was her, hers was just condensed. But he's like, no, I don't want to. Yes, I really do. No, I'm a whore. I'm a whore. No, and you know, it's like it's kind of where he is because he feels like. I mean, don't call him a whore, but basically he wants to sleep around, and no, I can't sleep around. It's my, my wife's gonna have another child, and oh, let's sleep around, and oh no, I gotta, you know, whatever. It's like, oh, she's out of town. Okay, it's all right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there's something interesting. There was a very interesting moment when she's reading the poem, and of course the movie doesn't clue us in on what's actually written in the poem, but she reads it. And then she says, that's not me, this is you. Right. So that's, that was very interesting. I mean, that that's just, that's, that, I, I it's sort of like, okay, ex, you know, extrapolate on that. I, you know, I, I'm very curious what, uh, what the content of the poem was that she, you know, it was well, read, titled Laura. Read up to 500, page 573 and you'll be, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, is that illuminating in the book? I don't know. But, I have no um, idea. But that, it is, that was an interesting moment. This is not me, this is you. Well, again, it's like he writes himself and his ideas, and his ideas are the things that have power. Mm-hmm. But they're, 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 they are not, at the time, they're not seen to be good ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Even though everybody seems to like them, mm-hmm. but they all understand it. These are dangerous mm-hmm. because it might give someone ideas. Mm-hmm. Plus, as far as that line goes, it just struck me as a possible contender for the you and I are just alike. Yeah, scene. actually, I think that's a really, really good observation. <laughs> that would be right. <laughs> no, that's her saying you and I are just alike. Well, it's yeah, but she's, right, but she's right. He's saying 
this is you, and it's like, no, you and I are, this is you. You're, you're saying it's me, no, it's you. We're alike, you know, you're saying we're basically alike. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, but yeah, it's, 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 it's great. It's like the inner. You should put that in there, it'd be cool. Huh? You should put that in there, it'd be cool. I should. And people will go, huh? <laughs> How much of it would you actually have to set up in order for it to make any sense? Yeah. About an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> you just have Sandy read the intro. And that's, yeah, that's a, as you said, an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's, um, let's switch over to oh, wow. the, the software. Yes, yeah, so this is a good, if you need to take a, a bio break. Entree. <laughs> <laughs> it's the entree act. I'll start playing music five minutes ahead of time. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to operate this from standing up. I suppose I can. Oh, that's cool. Um, so we have change. Billy Ratsford, you must have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah, not so much. He's an all-American male. It went too long. <laughs> oh, isn't that interesting? No, no, of course. Duh. Oh, I need to start. So do you know, have you ever done it with QuickTime? No. Bring it up. New screen recording. Third one down. And then when you hit record, it'll say you can drag a window to record an area of the screen. Oh, really? So when you hit record, then you'll drag and do that your whole dramatic screen. Great. Oh, sorry. Sure. Yeah, you can build in. Oh, my iPhone. Oh, wow. Script yeah, I don't want to do that. Do the built-in because I, I actually just use audio from the camera. So. As long as it doesn't cut this off, I'm okay. I wouldn't. I... No, it's not. So then, when you hit record, watch. So if I do this, what? Hit it and then see. Click to record the full screen or drag to record part. And if you do part, you're saying get all your icon. Oh, I have to do this. Yeah. Click that start recording. Oh, it's time. Okay. Cool, right? It's cheap and easy. Cheap and easy. Cheap and easy. So I had a really interesting... This is not recording, or it is? No, it's off now. That's off, okay. So I had a really interesting... I think I... Did I tell you about the conversation about the robot? No. No. (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) I can see her. So, I met with David Hansen of Hansen Robotics, which is a based in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, although, I think he might be from Canada. I'm not sure where he's from. What is this that? Automatically turning off. Safety oh. Battery. Uh. Maybe I'll tell you after okay. it's. it's since we're going to start this. Oh, so 
one left. So, oh, so I met this guy, um, David Hansen from Hansen Robotics. They've done this um, robot. Well, it's kind of a head and torso with some beginning arm, basic arms. There's some better arms are coming now. He's been on the Tonight Show, and oh. it's got AI built into it. Okay. Um, she's a little creepy. It's <laughs> uh, definitely in the Uncanny Valley. Oh, cool. But not, but on the a low end, not on the high end. Okay. She's not not quite as sophisticated as I've seen in some robots, but especially on online. Oh, anyway, I'll talk about it afterward. Okay, let me just start this up one second. You're ready, you're in. Okay. Yep. And go. So uh, we've got uh, change, beer, linear. Um, a driver of action, limit of option lock, outcome failure, judgment good. Uh, the main bad. bad, sorry. I said good, but I, meant it, I, I did it bad. <laughs> I wanted it to be good, but it wasn't. Uh, overall story, domain of activity, main character, fixed attitude, the influence character situation, that's Laura, and then the, uh, the relationship in manipulation or psychology. So let me go to our... Uh, well, let's see, um, the theme browser, let's pop up to the top. So now we want to look at the concerns and, um, the, we've got a choice of the overall, uh, uh, the overall story. We have understanding, doing, obtaining, and gathering information or learning. Um, any, any ones we want to rule out, uh, any ones we want to rule in, it doesn't seem like an obtaining story. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I would, I would narrow it down to either doing or obtaining. Um, one thing I like about obtaining is, are the themes, this, um, self-interest versus morality, um, uh, I don't know, they, they does speak to the broader context, which may be beyond the context of what we really want to look at. But um, um, and when you get outside of the characters of of oh, uh, there is a lot, still yeah. a lot of self-interest versus morality, approach and attitude. Yeah, um, but, but what I mean, obtaining is gaining or loss. So how do you see? How would you quantify that? Um, well, uh, uh, obviously, you know, they, they've lost, you know, they basically lost their household. Okay, know. think of other people, too. All right. Um, That's why I said try to keep it away from Laura and, and, uh, um, and Yuri. Um, but, the, you know, the father-in-law and Tanya, they basically, you know, uh, there, there, was, there was a whole lot of losing in that scene, you know. He almost lost his, his um, fiddle thing, bakala, whatever that thing is called. Balalaika. Balalaika. Um, baklava. Uh, <laughs> what? Baklava. <laughs> Don't touch my baklava. Um, so, um, I, I, <clears throat> And you, I, you know, you do see a lot of, t well, uh, there is a lot of talk in the latter part about attitude. Um, 
but um, anyway, I. So that's, I'm not necessarily picking up Taining. I'm just saying I, you know, I, I, I think that's a contender. But then for her in the future, though, is that? Yeah, she sure doesn't seem to be focused on the future. Mm. I mean, she's either progress or present in the overall. Yeah, story. I mean, she, she, yeah, she's <laughs> uh, definitely feels like either progress or present, and even closer to present when you look at attraction, repulsion, work, and attempt. Mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of, <coughs> which would put. It, and learning or, you know, gathering information. Um, keeping information out. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, gathering or disseminating gathering. or, or, <laughs> or um, yeah, or leaking information. Oh, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Wrong story. No, no, no. Ah, sorry, that was a... <laughs> it slipped. Um, it would definitely, yeah, that would put him in contemplation, which would not be a big stretch. Uh, and uh, impulsive responses, which also wouldn't be too bad. He definitely is not a memory character. There's no doubt about that. I mean, there's certainly memories are part of it, but not even remotely. He does not seem to be dwelling on the past. I mean, you know, on recalling or forgetting something. Uh, innermost desires, perhaps, but he seems a little, in some ways, I don't want to say dispassionate, not the right, right word, but to me it just feels much more like he's a, con- a contemplation or an impulsive responses character. I mean, it feels like a contemplation character to me. I, I mean, see the signpost. Well, the, for the, for the yeah. OS... When you're talking about the Russian Revolution, it seems more like strategy, precondition, prerequisites. I mean, you see Analysis that with all of the... When you look at the Bolsheviks and you look at the Reds and you look at the the, um, the aristocracy, I mean, all you've got... You know, you can do this, but you can't do that. You can do this, you can't do that. You've got, you know, mm. certainly strategies and, and preconditions are really heavy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people telling you what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems to be mm-hmm. kind of high. Now, that might also show up, in, you know, under... I mean, there there may be the pre, the overall story preconditions might be the thing that we're seeing heavily emphasized. You know, the, story, the plot point of preconditions might be what we're seeing in terms of preconditions. So that might be something that... We're, where it's popping up, not as a topic, but as the framing device, as the as the the, the plot, um, an aspect of the plot. I will say this: I, on the plot level, like I, I do like doing just because just just the, the constant war, you know, the, the the fighting battles and everything. But wisdom, enlightenment, skill, and experience—I don't like that group at all. No, but doing it's that's what's so weird about this movie is that you don't see them doing. <laughs> they go to do the hospital. How much operating do you see them do? Nothing. They go to the war. You see them run up out of that, out of the trench and, and back in. That's, you see them, okay, they, they're walking to and then walking from. Mm-hmm. So they're really not doing anything of consequence. <laughs> but it's, they do seem to be learning about, you know, trying to... 
learning about people's act activities, what they're doing, who they're doing it with, what they should be doing, yeah. what they're not doing. <laughs> oh, oh, the lick spittle guy. The lick spittle guy. Remember the guy who oh, yes. told us about yes. the other yeah. guy? Yes, I mean, and even even the, uh, oh, is he the, who's the one that, is he the one who joins, who's got basically to get involved in the, uh, the, the army, and he's going to try to recruit no, no, Lickspittle is the one who chained the intellectual and said, Oh, right, I've right. I've got six people I've got to deliver. Oh, right. And I'm delivering six. And he even saved the intellectual's life by pointing out to the other way, guard, oh, this guy's just a little nutty. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. <coughs> but I meant even even the guy who gets, you know, the one who's the friend of, of uh, Pasha, who joins the parade, and he's, he's part of the uh, um, Bolshevik, He's a Bolshevik, and he wants to go out there because people aren't ready yet. But when they are, he's he will help bring them back, and and he's sort of the one who kind of leads them against the the uh, upcoming uh, um, the 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 replacements because they've just left the front, the the group that leaves the front, and he's one of the guys who's part of that, trying to basically start up the revolution. Okay. You know, but he's he's in there, you know gathering information and learning and, and trying to sort of say almost like teaching people how to think and um, uh, planting the seeds for them to revolt. Right, right. Because it was too early that, you know, people were... I know it's out the, outside the story, but the Alleghenis uh, bookmarks, um, the bookmarks is about gathering information. True, true. Yeah. And, I mean, if you look at um, the... Uh, Kamarowski is, is the, all about. Is that is that the? Uh, that, that's your Rod Steiger. Yeah, he's absolutely. He's. I mean, he constantly comes in. I mean, that's what he does. He <laughs> learns stuff, and then he figures out. Oh, this uh, this team is a little bit on the up. I think I'm siding with them, and and he's even given that position. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's he's sort of that that he is that that character embodied. Mm -hmm. I mean, that seems to be a. a a stronger one, it's, you know, prerequisites, precondition, strategy, analysis is kind of a dry quad, but I think... Prerequisites, preconditions is pretty good. It's, it's like what's required to survive versus what someone insists you do to survive. But right. I mean, preconditions, uh, uh, I, and, the, and the interaction with the Kamarovskis are very, very strong. And you see um, that with the, the with um, Zhivago's wife and father-in-law. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got you know, that part of the conversation. And then also um, Laura's husband, he's talking a lot about about those kinds of, uh, you know, remember about how he, he wiped out that town. It's like, well, you need to do this in order to do that. And, and you know, if it wasn't that town, well, at least they'll get the message. And, you know, well, that's, re that's the reason he becomes the bad guys because basically he's too violent. Once, they've, once they have won the war, won the battle or the war, he keeps on fighting it because he's not really about, you know, their policy. He just finds that it has to, you have to keep things in, you know, sort of somewhat chaotic. Um, there are preconditions that are imposed from the, like, like with, with the house that becomes a tenement and, and you need to lose your space and, and you need to now have permits and everything. Like right, that. right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was where I, that was the first thing I thought of is when they go back to the the Rus the, the Moscow house, right. 
Um, you know, they're, they're both the pre prerequisites and the preconditions are really heavy there. Um, and if you look at her, I mean, I, to me, I think the present is very strong because she's, she's living day to day. She is, you know, not looking ahead. Whereas when she was, a, when she was 17, she seemed to be thinking about, well, she sort of still seemed to be kind of focused on the present, but, um, she, yeah, she sort of blind everything else. So maybe it is, I don't know, maybe it is part of that story. I don't know. I might be, be wrong about that. But that, that seems to be very much where her head is. You know, she's, what, where, where are you now? Okay. And then she just sort of responds to, oh, now I'm out here. Oh, what are you doing out here? Okay, let's just pick up where we left off. Or whatever. <laughs> you know, I was like, um, you know, the one time she doesn't, is when they're about to, um, I mean, if you look at the work and attempt, you know, say, like, okay, we're working together, you know, we're working together, and then let's not try anything more because we both have to go home. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like that argument that she's making to him when you're dealing with attracting and then repulsing, you know, fighting that, but she's like, okay, let's not attempt this thing, you know, we could, we, we, yeah. Well, certainly attraction and repulsion uh, plays a part in that first act um you know he uh Kamarowski does that thing with the shawl over her head you know it's like uh which was really creepy but <laughs> uh but, right. but it was it was very well because well, it was so his, sexually suggestive and in such a you know but well but because she's a 17 year old and yeah yeah okay i know you uh, that's right. <laughs> i'm glad summer's not gonna listen to this <laughs> <laughs> And the camera's pointing this way, not that way. Because <laughs> your expression. Um, and if you look at the relationship, you know, permission, need, expediency, deficiency might be there. I'm not sure it'll actually be there. But, um, it, well, because of the nature of where the... But, but conceiving an idea uh, is a really, I think, you know, the kind of... Get, sort of being able to get the idea of sort of how we can make this work, and ultimately it really doesn't. You know, it's sort of it, it, they fail to find a way to. But I, I like your idea where it's like, I want you, I don't want you, I want you. That would be deficiency, right? Isn't that... uh, deficiency, well, yeah, it's like, I, well, no, deficiency is more like I'm not good enough or I'm not, you know, there's a lack there. I think oh. that's the attraction repulsion. Is I I like you. I, I want you. I don't want you. I like you know. That's I think attraction repulsion. Oh. But okay. you know expediency that sure comes in with their relationship. Oh. We're here. Husband's out of town. Wife's out of town. <laughs> Let's set up shop. You know. <laughs> I, you know. Um. You know, and that whole thing with the permission is, you know, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out of town, honey. You know, <laughs> you know, so you get that. If if the wife is sort of having any any issue with the relationship, it seems yeah. to be she's a she seems to be a player in the relationship through line, but she doesn't seem to be the influence character in the relationship through line. I think that's I think that's closer to it. Um, so. Does that those four? I think that sounds like a pretty. Oh, yeah. I think that sounds like a good selection, at least for us to then move on to the next step. So let's make that the overall story concern of learning. So now we we have let's look 
down at the element level of the overall story. And I zoomed in and I didn't need to move in. Oh, wait, stop. There we go. Come on. You can do it. You can. Ah, there we are. All right, so let me scroll around. All right, so now we have um, under preconditions, we have acceptance, not acceptance, evaluation, and reevaluation. Uh, under prerequisites, we have certainty, potentiality, probability, potentiality. Possibility. Huh? Possibility. Sorry, yeah, I said potentiality twice. Um, strategy, we have proaction, reaction, inaction, and protection. Not bad. Um, analysis, we have deduction, induction, production, reduction. Uh, so let's, let's look at our main character. Huh? Yeah, they're not really exciting. Um, let's look at our main character here. Reduction, protection plays a big role, but I don't know if that's... It does. Okay, so we have, okay, the main character, investigation, doubt, appraisal, and reappraisal. Um, okay, under investigation, certainty, potentiality, proaction, reaction. Uh, that does not seem like one of them. Which one? In investigation. Okay, cool. Um, appraisal, probability, possibility, inaction, protection, maybe. Doubt, reduction, production, evaluation, reevaluation, and evaluation, reevaluation is possible. Maybe, yeah. and reappraisal, deduction, induction, acceptance, non-acceptance. <sighs> the appraisal quad sounds the best. With um, protection and action, they're yeah. Protection and action really are strong. Um, the question is. Is that which is the is it a symptom and response or problem and solution? Um, what happens if we select appraisal? Let's just see what our our issues are. I know, and Sandy, you can do this in your head, but that's because you're special. Um, I'm going to go over here to the um, story engine. And so we have an issue of appraisal. Oh, for her, attraction. That's really good. good. Yeah. Uh, and, and we have still prerequisites and strategy of the two. I'd suggest prerequisites just because I can't think of strategy in the overall story. But and that would uh, give us permission for the, for the RS. Mm -hmm. We don't have it. Is that an issue? Well, it's permission in the sense of what's permissible. Yeah, not, I mean, it certainly doesn't seem to be out of need. Of the two for the relationship, the issue does not seem to be a need issue. No. I mean, it's not where conflict arises. No, it's not an area where they seem to have expediency. But permission, permission is one of those things where I think you, they, they both feel like. This is not this is not a permitted relationship, you know. You're not supposed to be sleeping with a married woman or a married man. Um, I I mean, am I projecting? I can't. I don't know. Can't tell. Go ahead. 
Because I, I like the stuff that was under strategy more than the stuff that was under prerequisites. True. I agree with you well, about protection and action, pro-action, reaction, yeah. yeah. So let's try Let's try strategy. So we have a symptom of either pro-action or reaction. Oh. Oh, these are good. I like these much better for the overall story. I think pro-action seems to be the problem, the, the apparent problem. Because that's the conscription, it's the attack on the, the peace walk, it's the, the, even if that's at the beginning of the, the, the first part, um, you know, it's the leaving the front. Um, and everybody's just reacting to everything that's going on? Yeah, I mean, those seem to be the things that, that you know, when people, when there's, I mean, even the guys who come, are come up and are sort of, um, the replacements, you know, they want, I'm trying to think, which is, which is it, is, is it, it seems to be, is it a pro-action or reaction that's caused, the reaction is the, the are they overreacting? Um, well, what's, what's the, problem. Isn't it that they're afraid of reactions, so they're going after, so they're proactively trying to stop? Well, if you think the problem, yeah, if they're afraid of proaction, then they react to try to resolve it. No, the other way. So if they're afraid afraid of reaction, reaction, then they they act first to, well, that describes that interaction on the road. Um, Let's see about some of the other ones. Uh, They're afraid of his poetry creating reactions, so they're proactively trying to keep that down right yeah that seems to that that does to seem let's just try that but I don't know what that is. <laughs> so the the problem is seen to be proaction reaction oh right okay yeah, I like proaction better as the symptom because and for example Kamarowski is also uh, very proactive in, in everything yeah, but that's the that's a react that's a response, not a not a cause. He's responding, so I think it's reaction is the problem. Is there's a there's a strong reaction now that now that your husband's dead. The reaction is that they're gonna that you're you're next. So we've got to proactively get you out of here. Okay. I mean, isn't that that would be the way that read? And I would say so. Inaction is the problem, which is of course what the um which is what is not the part of the, it's not right for the first part of the story, but it is for the latter part because they're not doing anything and that allows all sorts of trouble to happen. Um, you know, the, the, everything from, uh, let's see. Uh, it is interesting where, uh, I mean, they, <clears throat> when Kamarowski shows up at Laura's apartment in the latter part, uh, you know, uh, you know, you've got to get out of here, and they, you know, they say no. Oh, they yeah. say no. That's in action. Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but uh, and of course he, you know. Well, look at him. I mean, he's the main character of the problem in action. That's that is where his passiveness comes in. Right. Based, it's and it's not passiveness. He's actually enacting. Enacting. Yeah. And at the very <laughs> last part, what does he do? He, he doesn't go in order to protect them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And remember what I was saying about him in the the, the horse. 
he basically he just stops and you know it's sort of like okay that sort of kind of gets him into trouble because it he becomes a deserter you know mm-hmm. he's just rather than continuing to you know look at the probability you know he he goes back basically he just stops and then that's sort of getting him we start to see he's getting down to the root there he's he's starting to yeah. be able to recognize there's a difference between what he thought the problem was and what is the problem and so he's he's Hmm. Closing in, but not ready to address it yet at that point. Hmm. And he won't do any, you know, he, he, again, the symptom of possibility and the response is probability. So it's, you know, the possibility that something might happen that's going to hurt my wife. So I will, probability is I need to do something about, I need to, it, it probably, if I continue on with Laura, It'll be a real big problem for me, for for me and for everybody. Um, and the the thing about his poetry is that, and this is the thing that he's constantly being told, is that the part of the problem with his poetry is that it could possibly create unrest. You know, not, not and so it's like yeah, but you know the probability is is low. I mean, everybody says it could cause unrest, but there doesn't seem to be anything that's tied to it. Um, and it doesn't show anywhere how he's getting his poetry published, or no, because it's really not. It's it it's about him, not about. See, I think that would be that would appear to be a different story, and that would be that would be in the fixed attitude story. Yes, if his poetry was, you know, more of a plot element. Well, from what we've heard about it, it's about it's about him and his thoughts and his his sentimentality. In, so there are several times that talk about your sentimentality is no place of your for your type of sentimentality in this world, mm-hmm. in in the new world. There's no sentimentality in the new world. This mm-hmm. does not exist. Mm-hmm. Um, the critical flaw attraction. Uh, okay, that really works nicely. Well, the unique ability of reappraisal. That's really strong. You know, he has the ability to reappraise. You know uh, his actions and circumstances, and you know, <coughs> and what's what should come next, and and that comes into play. Right. <coughs> um, we see her as defined by it, it I mean, again. He re- reappraises basically. He does reappraise Camarasa. Oh, look at her problem yeah. acceptance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like perfect. Mm-hmm. She just accepts everything, and that's actually. That's kind of her problem in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that setting it up? That's like where that's why this comes from. Well, I think yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that yeah, it seems like she's her problem is that she accepts it. She gets to the point of non-acceptance, but then sort of reverts back, um, which is why it. But she she's been there, so. And it's a different story now, so you can sort of put her back in that same box because she's the same, it's the same defining characteristic of her. But it does seem like it's still in a separate story, and we'd have to look at again the, the signposts. You said at the beginning something about like she just, as opposed to him going back and forth, she's just kind of accepted. Oh yeah, no, she just does. She just is like, oh you're here, oh you're <laughs> gone, oh you're here, mm-hmm. oh you're gone. It's like, 
And that's why it has, you know, that's what, and she accepts it, and that's what moves her on, you know. Um, her symptom is reaction, and the response is proaction. Um, hmm. Not sure how that works with her. She's annoyed by people's reactions, and then the lack of people's reactions. And reaction? Um, well, being annoyed if people aren't reacting, or well, I mean, she did go out. Well, she did go out. Became a nurse in the war. She, she was out there. Um, and again, I, I'm not sure this was uh, stated in the movie, but she did go out in the war basically to look for her husband. Well, she does seem to be. Well, no, that's in the movie. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, I mean, her response, she is very proactive. She, you know, she's constantly, she has a job. She's taking care of her daughter. She's doing, she, she definitely seems to be a go-getter. Okay. Um, and again, this is her in the context as an influenced character, not in the relationship. Right. In the relationship, we see the symptom as production. <laughs> it's really funny. I was going to make a joke about her having a symptom of production. Um, making something. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's over there. Okay. Um, you know, her the, the relationship, a problem of inaction. Again, I think that's the same thing, is that they just, they don't, they get together and it's sort of like, you know, when you guys don't do anything, it's a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it really is the source that you, you guys are seem to be you know you're blind to the fact that when you just are together and nothing happens it's creating a lot of tension you know which is why they get to the end of the six months together and suddenly there's this tension mm -hmm. it's like well yeah you guys didn't do it for a long mm -hmm. time um and uh Huh? The catalyst. There's your expedient. Oh yeah, that that's great. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that's really good. Expediency is the thing that moves the relationship. When hey, it's it's easy for us to get together right now because <laughs> hey, look, we're working together, <laughs> or your husband's out of town, or my wife's out of town, or our both our husband and wife are out of town. I mean, yours is dead. Yay! No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, but sort of. <laughs> and I'd say the problem, uh, the inhibitor is, that in terms of strategy, is when, you know, well, first of all, I don't think they have much of a strategy. I think it's it's a little too catch-can, but I think that the that when, you know, he tries to plan something or she tries to plan it, it really, like her saying, look, you know, I'm gonna go continue looking for my husband, and you and my I've got my daughter, and you're gonna go back back to your wife and your son, and um, you know that's kind of a strategy thing. So I think it's best that we not do anything. Let's not kiss. Let's mm -hmm. not start anything. Mm -hmm. I think that's and that's a that puts yeah, the nice sure. kibosh on the mm -hmm. you know the breaks on the relationship, um, and when they basically. When the when it's expediency pops in, that's when it's like, oh, hey, we're in the same town. <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> you know, uh, 
Uh, let's see. The unique ability... Oh, unique ability of the influence character is repulsion. Interesting. In other words, what is, what is it that can um, force her to make the main character develop? You know, what, what, her unique ability basically is pushing the main character. Um, and as a repulsion, I think not only is that when she might say no to him, but also if she is being, um, if others find her, you know, pushing her away or, or um, I think, well, like, thing, like Kamarowski, almost, Kamarowski is linked to her and he, he is repulsive. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, and, and so. It's including in that little backstory, that's where we get the big dose of that. Like mm -hmm. the first time he really sees her, he sees her hand, and then the lights come on, and that's when um, the yeah. you know the big repulsion thing comes in when she basically is fawning all over this this guy he doesn't know much about, but immediately takes a disliking to. <laughs> well, and uh, uh, something that was only slightly hinted at in the movie is that. Kamarovsky is linked to Yuri's father, um, or, or I, I, I either re, re, somewhat responsible for his death or his going missing or something. There, there was some link between Kamarovsky and no, Yuri's no. father. Yeah, they they know each other. They talked about it in the they movie. They talked about it. Yeah, but, no, but, but he basically took all of the money. Okay. Okay, that was. He okay. took he took whatever there was there because he was essentially his his um, his managed the estate after his father died and he took it all in fees effectively okay okay <laughs> so right. there was there was nothing left okay all right uh, yeah that was just very very casually mentioned right i think they just didn't want to get into the they just mentioned it in a way that was very clear that he was slimy mm -hmm. and right. not to be trusted yeah but um, he was but he was a re he was a repulsion to to both of them but but no, but his connection to her is, is repulsive. Absolutely, yes. mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, and she's also repulsed by him too. Mm -hmm. um, and what do we have for our our consequence? So conceiving an idea. So how does the? It's a failure story. So, um, what is? I think it is. In this case, it might be the failure to conceive an idea to get, uh, let's see, what is the, the goal? Well, the goal is what? Gathering and learning. So they're learning, uh, they want to learn, huh? Isn't it just the idea of communist Russia or something that's like, it's already in play in a different way? Well, okay, well, so the goal for the overall story is gathering information, learning. So what do we see that as? I mean, it's, it's hard because it's kind of like this amorphous thing. It's, it's never... Like, is it... Well, different... Uh, it's learning, sort of. Learning how to, to live under these new circumstances, the idea new being system. That, yeah, the idea being that the consequence is like already in place or something, like this idea of... Actually, I'd say, I'd say if anything, and this might be biased, so correct me if I'm wrong. If if the learning is learning how to live and uh, learning how to 
as a revolution to live in the new society. The consequence, which they fail really to adequately do, I mean, it's, it's, they're always coming out on the short end on that. Um, the, it's, it's, I think it's sort of, consequences, essentially it's a failed idea. It's a, it, it's a fail, oh. failed. Uh, well, and also it's, it's, it's a failure. To, a failed ideology. It's an ideology that fails to account for affection and the individual and the poetry side of, of human nature. Well, the, the individuality, the... Yeah, uh, so, the, but that all works under, yeah, that, that works under conceiving idea, I think, as, um, a, as a consequence. Yes. And it doesn't start off, that one doesn't start off that way, but you certainly hear it and it grows and grows and ultimately that becomes far more dominant. Okay. Um, costs of the present, I think you see, you see that in them constantly having to separate from their loved ones, you know, spending time without those around you, um, you know, all the characters, you know, so many characters are like that, or, you know, because the present is essentially time, you know, as a way of thinking of time, and um, basically having to. Another cost is living hand to mouth, you know, just being have only be able to be concerned with right now. You can't really think beyond that. Uh, the dividends are contemplation. I think. Now you can think beyond that. <laughs> I I think his his poems. Are if they don't, I think that I don't know. Probably in the book, that probably are seen stronger. But that seems to be a lot more about since he seems to contemplate a lot, and he's known for his poetry, and also sort of, I, I think that that might be what some of the dividends are that those are able to be captured. You know, they capture that essence. They capture the the you know the real meaning of Russian life. But I am. Really, not well, fishing. I'm I'm adding well, to. So, it's so not here's, here's some. In my I'm, I'm heavily interpreting. But but that but that that's kind of what the the funeral scene kind of helps fill. Right. They did say that. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are some dividends to the. They, they are, there's still an upside to what ultimately was a failure. You know that that there was. You know their life story and the the work that he generated and everything it gives you something to think about. Well, there were yeah, and there were other spinoff thoughts like like the intellectualism and 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 Stravinsky's approach or whatever Stravinsky's uh, approach. Um, while there's spinoffs that 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 his way of doing it, the dividend was it helped win the war. Um, uh, and, and so you have to... Yeah, but that's... The, I, I, yeah, I'd be careful. Yeah, contemplation's a little more about basically conscious thought. And I think capturing that is okay. more akin to what Yuri was doing with his poetry. Because it seemed to capture the, uh, the minds of, and hearts of the, the general populace. But, you know, Strelnikov's statement that, you know... Uh, uh, you know, personal life doesn't matter. You know, personal. You know, it's a, We are only in service to the state, and and a person. You know, something. He said something about you know, clinging to your personal life is unmanly, or something like that. And that's 
again, that's part of the failed ideology. Failed ideology. Right. Uh, or well, it, it, it is but, part of a, the or a bad ideology that you know, be, uh, the, an oppressive ideology. But I mean, in, that, that's, that's, in, in the bookend, the general Yev Yev actually. Yeah, but that's but the book but the bookend is not part of the story. Okay. The bookend is is again like the MacGuffin. It's the reason for explain tell, why, tell why are we looking story. at this story? It's yeah. giving an excuse for it. Okay. Um, and it's also I think again considering the audience was far far more modern than when this happened, it made the sensibility it gave someone in the story a sensibility closer to the audience that was actually watching the film. I think that's what that character is. That that's why they structured it that way. Because um, otherwise, it'd be like, what are these people thinking? Why? Why? Are, huh? This is so weird. What? Are, I don't understand that. Because they don't explain it. That's that was kind of my point to you. They don't explain the isms, and if you don't understand them, that then it doesn't. You you know, it just doesn't make sense. Um, the requirements of understanding, I think that's really good, because I think that you, in terms of the, a character who represents that, it's the Rod Steiger character who's constantly saying, you don't understand if this is what's going to happen, you know? And until they understand each of those major turning points, it's like, oh, okay, and then they move someplace else, you know? Oh, okay, and then move someplace else. You know, so it's like this, really big, huge pieces that are set to, you know, so everybody can learn, but ultimately it doesn't work out because they were very resistant to each of those moments when they, they were resistant to understand that understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, the prerequisites, they got a, the planning or, or con- conceptualizing what's going on, um, I have to watch a little bit more to get. Well, more it's, of those. it's like you have. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Kamarovsky getting the paper, or actually, it was Yevgrav who got, got him the papers to get on the train. You know, here's the plan. Oh, right, 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 right. Right. Um, yeah. And then the same, and then Kamarovsky, you know, kind of repeated the same thing. Or here, here are the papers, or here's the here are your passes, or whatever. Right. Um, and and don't go there. There's it's bombing, and you know you need to yeah. Here's the here's the plan. We're going to go to the coast. I'm going to take you to the coast. Oh, I'll yes. get you as far as Pacific Ocean, you know, and then it's you're, it's up to you from there. I think he said, but uh, but yeah, here's the plan. Right. Preconditions of the past. I think that is where the history of all the connection between these people uh, constantly comes up, and also you have. You know, part of it's also a little bit of the the. Um, I mean, honestly, the preconditions the, of the past is, is pre- a lucky thing in many cases for our characters because you know Yevgrav, you know, was uh, uh, you know helped them out because their connection and and Kamarovsky, you know, uh, Kamarovsky would not press charges against Laura. Right, because right? because yeah. of not only because of his affection for her, but also his affection for her mother. Right, you know, they have um, a past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then forewarning memories. Could the preconditions of the past also be like they're saddled with the their past? Maybe I'm bringing that, that first section, the first act sort of thing, where it's like. This no, I think that's kind of what we were talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that stuff you see the past. 
the, that first section is essentially the past. Okay. That's that's the thing that they're all ever from that point on. They're constantly sort of getting boosted or limited by those relationships that were set up prior to, prior to or including that Christmas party. Okay, I was thinking more like socially, sort of. And um, maybe, well, probably. I think you might have a a little bit about that with the stepfather. Okay. You know, and because of who he was, how he, he's treated, you know, that, that's sort of like, well, you know, you used you. This you think this is the way it was. This is the way it was, but this is not how you, you do not you mean, get that. You mean when Yuri was young? You mean that? No, 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 no. When they come back to Moscow and they're yeah. into the move into the house that is oh. now occupied, and so they have all these sort of preconditions that are set on wh- how they can live and where you know what part of the house they can live in, and oh, yeah. even their property that they can own. And yeah. I mean, I think that's those are all sort of preconditions. And I, we're watching you, you know. <laughs> And forewarnings of memory, uh, which also could be forgetting. So it's me- remembering and forgetting. Um, and forewarnings is just, you know... No. That says that the, this, the bad co- ideas coming along. Yeah, they're the, they're the cracks in the dam saying that the dam's about to break. Well, the czar uh, getting killed. That I'm now the czar is a distant memory. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not so much that 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 might be the past, but that's not the memory, and it's really not being treated as the past. That's sort of current events. Mm-hmm. Okay. To us, it's the past, but internally, it's not. Memories would be. I mean, it, it's easy when you're looking at our core group of characters how. The, the past the, that the the memories of events could spoil it or do spoil it, but it yeah I'm, I'm, I, I'm nothing's coming but I'm sure that's it's there but I can't think of it right off the top of my head hmm. um, what about let's look at signposts so we have, well I, I will say this about four more the the end of the the cliffhanger at the end, uh, right before the intermission, is they cut to uh, Pasha on the train, and it's almost like saying, "Remember this guy? Something bad is going to happen." <laughs> you know, that, you know. So just as filmic technique, uh, you could possibly point to that as a, you know. No, but that's that's a, a filmic technique. I mean, you'd have to point to how is how does it represent the in the narrative memory, and I don't think a. I don't think they're ta- talking about the audience's memory. Yeah, but also, remember he. Well, no, 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 no. But remember, he's got the scar with that. You know, he, he got you know got that big scar from the Cossacks. You know, you know that, and and his, you know, and, you know, and he's been building, presumably building up all this resentment and and making him angry, and you know, and the scar represents that. So I think the scar represents, in, in a way, a, a memory of of how he got victimized. By you know, the old wow, you're reading in into an um, awful lot. But I mean, I understand. I, I, it's just that that moment when they show us the guy with the glasses and the scar. It's almost like, 
that almost seemed like a forewarning kind of thing uh, when he's, you know, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, maybe I am reaching, but it, <laughs> for some of the people, it seems to me, for some of the characters, that the forewarning, the memories of the pre-revolution lifestyle, is 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 just simply having that memory is a forewarning that there's going to be problems coming. Um, yeah, but still remembering that. But what? Give an example or two from the the movie. Okay, so for father-in-law, um, remembering that this was his house and his stuff that they're now taking away um, almost causes him before he's restrained um, in in the Moscow house right. um, to where he might be punished and or put into jail for trying to stop them. That, that that's a good one. I like um, that. The memory of 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 the fact that that it was his house in in Berlinko, um, uh, that is, and, and that this should be his and not and not locked up where he was going to take the shovel to to, to break it. That almost gets him put okay. away again. Um, no, that I think those those are those are good examples. Um, and ultimately, I think you're. You know, you have the the poet, you know, remembering where his writing started and or where whatever that kind. Of, it's sort of like okay, these. Or is the, that more of a benchmark? Right. That, that we do we do have a benchmark of of, of memory. memories. On yeah, that that, that actually probably is that is probably closer to the benchmark. That's for the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would fit that much better. All right, so here we have our our. Um, uh, signposts and uh, overall story, which is in the activity domain, is gathering information, understanding, obtaining, and then doing. Um, so the question is, where are the act breaks if we're looking at them? We know that there's a first section. Let's just think, treat it as the first section right now. Um, there seems to be an act break at the end of the war, right? The you know where they are coming back from the medics, you know, from being from. Uh, I guess the war is over. Um, Russia withdrew from the World War One early. Right, right. That's but and there. That's when they stop. Uh, they don't need to be working in the hospital, the field hospital. All right, so then you have the Moscow segment, right? Yes. That's, that's definitely seems like a sort of a, a self-contained act. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the... Um, what what is the what is the city they're in? Verlinko. Verlinko, whatever. There's that segment up until the kidnapping, right? Because um, when he gets kidnapped, that's kind of a really big <laughs> switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the question is, I, I think that the part while he's being kidnapped is. Is, is there's hardly anything that changes during that part. That 
you know, when he's off with the, except the killing of the, the young folks, the, the white shirts, um, students. And it may be that that might be the actual act turn when he basically leaves. Mm-hmm. So that instead of his kidnapping, it might actually be that the shift is after they, you know, they kill the white the white coat students, and um, there's sort of this sort of generalized disgust that that's who they're fighting now. Um, and then you've got from there to. Uh, Laura zipping off to go to the Far East. And, and then you have the Lakota at the end with the, oh, they just missed, you know. Mm-hmm. Isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's what? Well, that's three main ones, but the first one would be the first one. With Laura being her history being sort of set. Right? So up so you've got the war, Moscow, and then you either split the sort of let's make house well, when you say Moscow, are you talking about are you including the because they spent a lot of time on that train. Um you know, no, I don't think that's part. I think when they leave Moscow, that's the end of an act. Okay. Isn't that isn't that basically when we see the the no? When do we get the intermission? Is that after? They're, they're are they're on the train. They're, on the train. they're already on the train. Right, right. The intermission. So we get the intermission after they leave Moscow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if it's the war. And then Moscow, that'd be the first two acts. Mm-hmm. And then the second two acts would be the train up until um, either his kidnapping or the train up until, well, actually, that train up until his kidnapping. And then you have from his, from his kidnapping to Laura being whisked off to... Because um, the conscription would be the attainment part, right? That would be... And that, well, that would be obtaining. Question: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that would be. In the part one, part two, then that's what's the. So it, well, it's. Yeah. So the question is. Well, obtaining. Okay, obtaining. I think is the train, and certainly the, the the the. I think the last part of the obtaining would be his conscription. And then doing would be everything after that, mm-hmm. which would basically mean that that first segment is is just a backstory thing, mm-hmm. which I think is consistent because there definitely well, seem to be four the pieces. Is, like, okay, the, the influence character signpost one of the future, which makes sense because it's like, well, who, you know, who bunch of who's their future going to be with Pasha or Kamarovsky or yeah, you know, see, I like that. That feels right. So, so there's some bleeding I think into that first section. Uh, for some of these story form points, you know, um, but certainly, well, the sure. Future, and, the but the thing is, is that, is that risk she, when she she also disappears for huge sections. That's why with the, with the influence character, 
more than the main character, but for the influence character, we dis she dis she's gone for big sections. Mm -hmm. So it's very possible that her first section segment might be the first sec her first signpost might be the first segment, mm -hmm. and then she pretty much disappears. So she's going at a different. Because she wants to fail, with pop, you know, her, her, her future, who she's going to be with, is is the central issue for her. You know, she wants to be with Pasha, but this guy, you know, and her, you know, and her mother tries to, you know, kill herself and everything. So her, yeah, her whole future is is at issue in that whole act, right? Whole section. Um, and we have our main character's memory. <laughs> well, I couldn't. Sound great. Well, the 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 film the, the uh, what's it called? Balalaika. Balalaika. Yeah, that definitely has. It's very symbolic of that. Yes, all the way through, and I think that's where you have the the benchmark. Benchmark. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's what that means. That's really tying it to the to the. To, to the to his memories, they're, they're representative of his backstory memory, his prehistory. Mm -hmm. um, impulsive responses. I mean, basically, you know, I mean, he married his cousin, who's almost you know, was kind of de facto sister. <laughs> um, well, but they knew they grew up old right. enough to know that they weren't biologically related. And and, and 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 at least as the movie portrayed it, it, it was Anna, her mother, who was pushing them. She was a matchmaker for the two of them to get together. Right. That was and it's, deal. Yeah. Um, innermost desires for him certainly. The, See, the thing is, is that I, it, what I get this feeling is, is that there's these segments where through lines drop out, and we're not doing mm -hmm. all four through lines. We're like focusing on the main character through line. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, certainly for segments, you know, uh, when he gets up and he's wandering around looking at the snow and the sun and all that. That, that is like only main character stuff. It's it's. Mm -hmm. And it may be just being a, you know, a, a couple of story po points, but not even it fully developed, just sort of touching on them thematically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think if we, if we were taking this and then mapping it along the timeline, I think what you'd see are these real big gaps where it's just one through line or one maybe two. But it's just like whole switches between, or just here's the relationship, you know, but no, nothing else. All the main character stuff goes away. All the, you know, there are a couple like scenes that seem to be just just one one thing. Uh, the the um, a lot of the train seems to be more. I don't know. It seems to be more overall story than it does main character not, even. not very main character No, it certainly isn't the relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, his wife is even just a tiny, tiny player in that. It just seems to be much more heavily thematic in the overall story. And 
mean, I, I, no, if you were to map it out, I think it, you, it would seem very disjointed. I mean, it, that's kind of, I think we all kind of felt that. Mm -hmm. Which is why it, rather than it being more than one story, it just is a very long story because it's not trying to do much double duty. It's yeah. like, okay, let's yeah. look at the main character for a while, all by himself. Okay, let's look at Lara for a while, all by herself. Oh, here they're together. Let's just look at them. Not think about anything else. Oh, here we're back to the overall story. Let's just look at that for a little while. I mean, you know, that whole thing with the when he gets kidnapped and all that. It's just overall story. I mean, and, you know, it's like, wow. Uh, all right. You know, this is just... It's just sort of weird because there's just no character development. It character all character development just sort of stops at that moment. That whole section actually is is much more thematically. To, well, again, I read Cliff's notes. I read Wikipedia, but but that whole section. <laughs> Wiki um, notes. Yeah. Um, uh, that whole section. There there was a lot of thematic development of that section in the book, and and uh, I think his name was Liberius. Uh, had a much uh, stronger voice in the book. Uh, he. You know, you almost forget about him in the movie. But uh, if you remember that scene where uh, two of the commanders are debating whether or not they should let uh, Chicago go, and and one is being strictly by the book and everything, and the other, you know, other one's a little more loosey goosey. And he says, "I can ha and I I can have you killed." By the way, you know, if you remember that, that was just uh, yeah, you, you kind of forgot about it, but that section. Uh, there's a lot more to that section than what we saw in the, Thank know, God. In the movie. Thank you know? <laughs> God. They, yeah, should, they I, should have had the editor's credit be much larger. It was this little tiny credit. I was going, boy, things have sure changed. Uh, mm, yeah. Although maybe it should have been bigger if it was a shorter movie. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't do anything. I know. He says, David Lane said, I shot it from here to here. That's what I want it to look like on screen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that so that that was a much more significant segment of the story that had a lot more thematic development to it. That that also I think gave us a little bit more of the political context. And it's very possible that the story form is still representative of the book. Mm -hmm. If it's that cl if it's relatively close, that you just you know they just cut out a lot of the storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, they they this, the the. The movie sort of forces us to fill in a lot of the gaps. I mean, again, that that's you know, I had I had that feeling that movie movie just assumes we all read the book and now we're just seeing the movie version of the book. Well, you, know. you, you didn't. I, well, I, after the fact, I read the book. You've read it a lot more than we did. Okay, well, I think like, this like is things like oh, you know, oh, cut from him on the horse to cut to him walking is like oh. I guess the horse died, but it's sort of like... Oh, that's that's an easy one. But that, I know, that's an easy that's one. That's one of those ones where I don't want to see him walking home the whole way. Mm -hmm. Thanks, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, but but that, that's just an example of where it was very choppy in that respect because, you know... They didn't well, they just wanted to show he's a long way from home and it's not an easy trek and then he gets home and there's no one home. Yeah. You know, I think that they were trying to make it so that it wasn't just like... Okay, he turns around, leaves, and shows up. You know, it's like no, this is like a really big deal. And you don't even know if, if like, you know, the first first cut might have been six hours long. You never know. There could have been, you know. <laughs> uh, um, yes, I know. This is as much, as pretty as it is. I sure wouldn't have wanted to sit through the dailies on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's it for tonight.
This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.